Howdy, everyone, and good morning to you. Uh, Big Jugs, how's things, mate? Brown Dog, morning to you, mate. Very, very good. How are you traveling? Traveling well, mate, traveling well. Um, So for the listeners, if you haven't listened to our episode previous with Corey Harvey, probably a really good one to lead you into into this one. So uh, go back, give that one a bit of a listen, um, and then this one will have a little bit more context to it. Yeah, absolutely. We're about to delve into the pains and struggles that we went through on the weekend that a little bit brutal but it's good that it's all done and over now yeah yeah absolutely so pumped um the moment i collapsed to the ground um after 42 k's i was absolutely pumped that i would not be taking another step <laughs> for, a, for, for a while anyway how long while how long are you giving yourself off uh, i was thinking that um i don't know Probably a couple of weeks, I think, running wise. Couple anyway. of weeks. <laughs> yeah, I want in to get terms of running. Yeah. yeah, in terms of running, I'd love to get back into the gym and put a little bit of weight on this small body. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we might have to start lifting a few weights again. Yeah, absolutely. I've missed the gym. It's been, it's almost been what? It's been more than twelve weeks now since we've been in the gym. Mm, probably That's the longest stint I've ever had out out of the gym. Yeah, since probably eighteen years old, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, or even younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole sort of system around the marathon was pretty much a marathon itself from the lead up all the way through to the couple of days after with the side effects. So excited to rattle a few of these off. Um, Excited to hear a little bit about your lead up and things like that, Big Jugs. What was it like for you? What was going through your head a couple of days out or a week out? When did the nerves start to kick in? Yeah, nerves. (laughs) I was bloody nervous, eh? Um. (laughs) Because we've done plenty of challenges before, but there's probably two main reasons. One, I'd never run before, so I didn't have any confidence that I was going to be able to finish like physically. Mm. But then also, we've never we've never done anything with pretty much anyone knowing what we're going to do. Sometimes, not even like Kev would know who when we're doing a challenge in his gym. So <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you know we were promoting it and doing it for charity and everyone jumped on board made it you know a lot more nerve-wracking knowing that we had to get it done and if we didn't get it done we'll be letting a lot of people down yeah that is the nail on the head that is the thing that built up the most anxiety in my head um around the fact that there was hundreds of people that knew about this (laughs) hundreds of people that were backing us too like we get a message saying, good luck, mate. And I'd go back with, yeah, mate, feeling really nervous. And he's like, don't worry, brother, you'll finish it. I'm like, will I, will I really finish it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. No, it, like looking back now that it's all over, the support that we got, like obviously is, is so worth it. And mm. the funds we raised for it is so worth it. It's definitely builds up a bit of anxiety though. That's for sure. Yeah, it was good. And we'll unpack it later on. But those messages ended up being something that, 
I know I was thinking about towards the back end when I was starting to to start slow down and start thinking about stopping. But yeah, we'll unpack that a little bit later on. But the messages were awesome. Yeah, absolutely. What about like my like preparations, obviously something we talk about a lot in sport and mm-hmm. like, we probably deal with it a fair bit, like with cricket and stuff like that. When did you when did your preparation sort of start? Like, do were you thinking like a week before? Like obviously the the training itself, but for actual race day. Yeah, definitely on the Monday, I reckon. Yeah. So I just started smashing water. I've never drunk so much water in my life. Mm, you turned into running to the bathroom nearly every half an hour impersonating the brown dog. <laughs> but um, yeah, started smashing the water. Tried to do a lot more stretching. I'm not mm. one to do much stretching, even though I need to. So I tried to emphasize that. We obviously didn't run that week. Mm. Um, I also started walking. It's the first time in my life. I was, I think it was on the Monday that I went out and went for a walk by myself. Mm. And that was an experience in itself. What do you do? What do you do with your arm? (laughs) Oh, I don't want to rattle everyone. Next time everyone goes for a walk, just think about what your arms do while you're walking and then hit us up because it's going to rattle you. (laughs) Bizarre. Bizarre. Um, Bizarre. what about, what about diet wise? I know like I was trying to smash a fair bit of fruit that week um mm. and then we actually both messaged each other that night saying i've just smashed an absolutely huge bowl of pasta what was your idea mm. around that i know we spoke a little bit on the summit series last night about carbohydrate loading is that sort of what mm. you're trying to target there yeah spot on hit the carbs up also mm. taste great yeah it's just an excuse to tuck into a big bowl of pasta what did you that go was probably with? the most i've ever never had <laughs> i think i had two big bowls what did you have what did you make it was just like mince like meat mixed mm. with um what i don't even know what the pasta's called just like the tubes oh yeah yeah yeah, Bit yeah. Of, so it's like a little bolognese thing yeah 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 what about you oh uh, we may i tried to go a little bit more on the vegetarian side of things i didn't know how the mm. meat would sit in the stomach we prepped up like like a bit of a homemade uh pasta sauce with some tomato uh, cherry tomatoes and some um mushies mushies yeah it was good it like yeah. it wasn't wasn't brilliant but it, it did the job and got us through the 42 k's which was brilliant mm. yeah so you were proper prepped up weren't you you had what did you have prepped up for the actual day like <clears throat> you yeah. went and bought gels and stuff didn't you yeah 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 so obviously my like i probably started my preparation like you on the monday thinking about the things that i needed to do Mm. adapted a bit of Mitchie's uh, meditating technique that week pretty heavily was doing some yoga some stretching like you the water was always pretty common but <laughs> I, I went to the bathroom so much um but yeah for actual for actual race day I um obviously had to strap up the body from all the little niggles we had in the training um the the, the knee is always a big one for me so I had the knee brace with the with the strap and the ankle strap mm. but yeah got some of those like carbohydrate gels and they're disgusting they are oh, i've never had them oh don't have them they're absolutely filthy um i Did tried you get them, them down oh i reckon i got one and a half down not mm. even probably just one like two halves um mm. and then oh hydrolyte smash the water mm. um so yeah now that that was the that, that was my prep up of the day yeah you were proper prepped up i definitely wasn't as prepped up for the actual well it's a bit different because i wasn't running around the block so i couldn't really mm. have that <clears throat> prep like you, you were yeah that's right so did you warm up at all 
Um, so I woke up, I woke up like 20 minutes earlier and just did some stretches. That was my warm up. I did tried to get my hips loosened up, mm. basically just my hips really and my yeah. hammies warm. So what was your wake up time? Uh, 4.15. Mm, that's 10 minutes before me. Mm. And what time, was your, what time was your first step? We started the exact same time. I checked on the Strava. We both started at 4.58. Mm, two yeah. minutes early. Yeah, yeah. If you're, not, if you're not early, you're late. That's what they say. Yeah. Very good. What did you do for warm-up? Uh, I use one of Dino's bands, the one that he always mm. demonstrates with in the Summit Series. Warmed up the hips, mm. warmed up the hammies, um, did a little bit of glute work. A um, mm. couple of little, uh, what do they call them? A couple of hamstring sweeps. <laughs> yeah, nice. A couple of crab calls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a couple of lunges. Uh, yeah, good. Wasn't, wasn't anything too extravagant. About eight minutes before I said, all right, let's get this going. Yeah. How did you feel when we first started that first couple of steps? What was going through your mind? Well, first thing was I didn't know whether to wear a jumper or not because the first lap oh. was like in the dark and I was absolutely was cold. I was freezing. So I think my car said eight degrees when I jumped out. Yeah, but you knew it was going to get hot quick. Like it was meant to get yeah. to 30 degrees, 31 yeah. in Penrith. So yeah. um, I had like a long skivvy shirt on. So the first couple of steps was like, oh, should have just taken this off. But mm. <laughs> battled through for the first 5Ks with a overlayer on. But other than Man. that... The first, the first couple of steps is more just like, all right, waiting's over. We're into it. Let's just, yeah. let's just get into it. Get the, you know, once we knock out the first 10 Ks, we're in the battle and off we go. Yeah. I was pumped. My, so I didn't have a skivvy on or anything and I was pumped. I took off. I was off and gone. It was what, like nice, fresh air, beautiful. No one like, I think from running from Glenmore Park to the river, which mm. is just under seven Ks. I saw about four cars and it just had, like I was running down the main streets like oh, on the wow. road to stay off the concrete before, well, it's all concrete, but a bit softer mm. before I got to the river. Yeah. And it was brilliant. I was loving it. It was a great five Ks, the first five Ks until I got to some more main roads and then slowly sunk into some normality of the run. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was lucky enough. Obviously, Geordie lives across the road. He was given the marathon a crack on the same day. So mm. we jumped out the front early in the morning and sort of had a bit of a chat to each other and how we're going to approach it and what sort of times we we're going to sit at. So we had a little bit of like time to run mm. through the marathon in our head before we did it. So we had a bit of a game plan around it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just found like that first five or 10K to be quite good. Like, yeah, a bit therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just be like, thank goodness we're in amongst it now like the lead yeah, up so yeah. much the lead up was so much worse than the first like 25ks and then after that yeah. It was brutal yeah 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 i do agree once we started it was get into your work let's get this done so when did the handbrake hit you i reckon i had two handbrakes the first like about 30ks was when the proper handbrake set in <laughs> like that was when the handbrake and the footbrake come in mm. until then i was going all right like i was obviously getting slower throughout but yeah at about 30 31 k's that's when like really dropped off i went out to averaging above seven minute kilometers mm. what about you uh, 
I just slowly slow down as I go. But like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the proper handbrake, I reckon, was just before you. I reckon 28, 29 mm. Ks. Um, and then that's when I sort of jumped well over six for me, I think. And then mm. battled my way probably for another three Ks before I would say it started to become unbearable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 33, 34 Ks is when I was like proper considering like I could be done here. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was very similar. My last, I was approaching the back end of the marathon and if I just kept running in a circle around the river, I would have finished on the other side of the river. So I thought instead of running one and a half laps, I'll sort of run just shy of three quarters and then run back. So I finish near the car Yeah. and going around there like getting towards the back end. So I would have had just over four Ks turning around to come back. It was brutal. Like mm. when I was turning around, I was like, I'm all gone here. I've got to, like nearly every step I was thinking about stopping. Mm. I was lucky that Simo, the Pie Man Masters, jumped on my back on the other side of the river. <laughs> I don't think he could believe how slow I was going. I was averaging 730 kilometres. <laughs> and it was funny because in the lead up, he said he was going to come down and run a couple of laps with me. Mm. And it was like, I'm nervous. I haven't run for ages. I won't be able to keep up with you. <laughs> he jumped in. He took about five steps and was already about three steps in front of me and was like, let me know if I've got to slow down. <laughs> He's got to pull the handbrake up. So it was very slow, but it was good. Yeah, it's and funny. Then... I was just saying, it's funny you talk about those last four Ks, like for me, because I was running the same 5K loop the whole time. Mm. I remember getting through like two loops and being like, oh, I've only got six to go. This is, yeah. this will be right. Like no drama. Yeah. I've run this loop so many times, obviously in training and practice. But when you get to three to go, like those three take as long as your first five did. Like it yeah. just becomes so brutal. Like five yeah. Ks, like the length of five Ks, like starts to feel like 10 or 15 and it's just plodding oh, along yeah. one step at a time. It's unbelievable how the wall hits you and you think for something that I've done so many times, that's so easy. When I had five Ks to go, I'm like, it's mm. only five Ks. Like I've done this so mm. many times. Could do it in 19 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> But you just yeah. Double. Well, that was about the point of time where, so like obviously I was speaking about it last episode about I was nervous that my watch wasn't going to last, the battery mm. in my watch wasn't going to last, and I I actually checked I can't remember exactly, but it was like fifteen k's in and it was at eighty percent. So I was like, oh, I'm home. Like mm. I didn't think about it again until that point where I turned around. So I had just over four and a half k's to go. And I checked my watch charge and it was at 11%. <laughs> oh, no. And I absolutely capped it. Like I was so nervous. I was like, it's not going to make it back. I was so like angry. Did you think you could like, just run a bit faster and you would have got there? Well, that's what Simo told me to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I was certainly not getting any quicker. And um, so I, I was sort of monitoring, monitoring the charge as I was going. And I was like, this is going to be such like a touch and go situation. But I just knew that it was going to fall short. It's like, it's going to fall short just because that's what happens in these situations. And we got to like just under two Ks to go. And it was down to like three percent. Oh no, it was about 6%. And I was like, my older brother, Justin had his watch on. 
So I was like, you put your watch on because if this suddenly just goes from like five to zero, then at least we know how far I've got to go. So he ended up starting his at like 1.7 and he was on his bike. Mm. But then we went a little bit further. We probably went the best part of to the last kilometre and then he took off on his bike and said, I'm going to go down. I'll stop where you're going to finish and I'll video you finishing. Brilliant That's idea. Awesome. Brilliant. Yeah, that's awesome. So he took off and I was with Simo and Henry. We'll mm. touch on Henry's story in a second too. And um, so we're still running. Anyway, I looked down at my watch and about, would have been about 800, 700 metres to go. My watch dies. You're joking. I thought, oh, that's all right. Justin's got his watch on, but he's taken off and he's down the other end of the river. So you can't see him or but you can see him in the distance? At that point in time, we couldn't see him. That was just coming up to the coffee club. So the Panerist people know that on a Sunday morning, you can imagine how many people were there around 9.30. Mm. So there's people everywhere and we're just running and I'm thinking this has got to be over soon. Mm. We pop up and we see him under the bridge, thought, oh, beauty. It was only about 100 metres away. I'm nearly done. And then when he spots us, he starts riding like up the <laughs> other end. So he was just waiting to see us to make sure, because you can go like up the bridge and back over or go under the bridge. Yeah. So he was just making sure that we followed him under the bridge and he kept riding and he kept riding and he kept riding. And Henry's counting down, oh, you just be up here. He's going to stop. What we'll are stopping He'll turn over his shoulder and keep riding. And he rode all the way to the end of Tent Reserve. Sounds like he was just five hundred felt like half an hour. It was so brutal. <laughs> it sounds Not like he was taking the yeah. piss. Yeah, yeah. Well, it ended up I ended up running a bit further because when he started his watch, we didn't really communicate it. I was all out, I could barely speak. Mm. My heart rate was 195 at the back end there. <laughs> and, no way. Um, that's that's yeah, pretty much so, your ma- that's max. Yeah, like mathematically, 196 yeah. was my max. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I was all out. So we didn't line it up perfectly. So I ended up running about 150 meters past the marathon. So technically, I run an ultra marathon, mate. Yeah. Can you talk to me about this? I thought an ultra marathon was 100 kilometers. No, nah, technically by definition, I'm pretty sure an ultra marathon is anything above a marathon. Wow, well, I definitely know that my Strava tracked me a couple of meters over. So mm. we're ultra marathon runners. <laughs> That's a good yeah. put that on the resume. <laughs> so, yeah, so I was filthy that my watch went out, but, but <clears throat> got it done. Yeah, interesting. Um, I want to know. You spoke about those last four Ks. <laughs> mm. I, like for me, it was like the last lap. What like, what was like obviously some head noise probably came through at that point, but what was the motivation to kick on? Yeah, we that's what we touched on earlier. Definitely all the messages received. Like it was pretty amazing how many people reached out in the lead up, how many people donated. I even run past a couple of people that donated. <laughs> One of the guys that donated. I was about 36 kilometers in and I used to coach his son. He's a great fella. And he gives me the, oh, Cam, when are you running your marathon? (laughs) I looked down at my watch. I said, I'm 36 kilometers in, John. (laughs) Get out of my way. (laughs) I couldn't get that much out. But yeah, that was quite funny. So 
definitely all that. I was thinking about Corey for a while. Yeah. I was thinking about the Clarence family for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely a lot of like the motivation wasn't certainly something that I struggled for throughout the run. Yeah. It was, I think perspective was the big one, wasn't it? Like yeah. when you think about four hours or four and a half hours of like obviously pain, um, yeah. and then for the reason we're running it, like these guys are going through hardship each and every day. You think we can battle through for another K or another five K yeah. or whatever. Um, so yeah, it, it was funny that it, that was probably the great thing that we had this time around was such high levels mm. of motivation, um, mm. yeah, which definitely helped on that last lap for sure. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I can give you the Henry story now. Yeah. So <laughs> great. Henry messaged me. Well, first of all, we teed up like midweek that he was going to run a lap with me mm. for beauty. Mm. Awesome. And then the, the night before he messaged me, well, yeah, is anyone going to run? Henry's your OG running partner, right? Mm. He's your yeah. original man. Yeah, he is. He was the one I did my first run with Henry. Mm. Mm. Yeah, correct. He was running before I was running. I think I did one run with Henry before we started the marathon training. Yeah. Like, yeah Henry was like going for a run. I said, I'll come with you, Henry. Actually, I do remember then, that. Yeah, then the next couple me. of days we planned this out. Yeah, you were telling me we went and what did we do? We went and picked up our my peak shirts from Icon or from Chris mm. from Silver. Yeah. And I and you said to me, Yeah, been running with Henry. And I'm like, mate, I can't run and do thrusters. Like, no way. Yeah. And I said, Well, why don't we just scrap the thrusters? We'll run a marathon instead for the challenge. <laughs> and what a, what about the arrogance of big jugs and goes, Yeah, well, you can do that, but I'll just keep doing both. <laughs> never happened. you did you said no nah, i need it i'm just gonna do both why not he says oh, he's so, <laughs> cool. so arrogant well i didn't do thrusters so you, that can't be true you did you kicked on for another couple of weeks with thrusters i did actually yeah but yeah so henry said he was going to come down and run the first lap with me i thought yeah. awesome because at oh, that's an about 5 30 yeah no one's going to be around the river gives me someone to run with and then Towards the back end, I knew like Justin, my brother, was coming and Simo was coming. So I thought that'd be cool if Henry's there towards the start. So I get down to the river on my first lap. There's no Henry. I thought that's all right. He said he'll let me know. Like he might be touch and go, see how he feels. And the Panthers just got beat. So everyone in Penrith was a mess. Yeah. And then come around for the second lap. It's no Henry. (laughs) Come around for the third lap. Still no Henry. So I start my last lap, which was a bit more than a lap, though. It was like I said, it was like just over nine k's. Had to yep. run around and come back. So I messaged him. Said, "Where, where is you?" <laughs> and he said, "Woke up at five a.m., put my alarm on snooze, went back to bed. I'm on my way down now." <laughs> <laughs> so I get down there. He's he's made it for lunch. Yeah, I'm now. Oh, I'm about two and a half k's in, but it was the best thing ever. Seeing Henry jog my way and he was pissing himself laughing because I was in an absolute mess with about two and a half Ks to go. And he's like, how are you traveling? I was like, two and a half to go. He goes, oh, that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> how wrong exactly you what I needed because how, how it is nothing. Is. Yeah, it is nothing, like two and a half Ks. But at the time, oh, my God, I thought it was a – and it did feel like an eternity away. So it ended up being a lot like it was actually a – a better result in coming down at that time. Mm, yeah. It, it was gave me a laugh at the start. <laughs> well, you've had some good running partners. You've had a mm. few, had a few partners. I had 
T ran with me the last 11.8 Ks, which was absolutely brilliant. I yeah, really, that's a big effort. Yeah, I don't think I was finishing it without T running there. She was throwing me the water and the hydrolyte. Um, mm-hmm. She was running with a gel at one stage that I was sucking back like tiny bits at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, she was brilliant. She, <laughs> it was funny. Like I'd start to slow down and she'd be like, well, come on, let's go. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, you got to keep moving. I'm, like, I'm trying, mate. I'm trying to keep moving. I get so angry yeah. as well. Like, what do you think yeah. I'm trying to do? Anyway. It is, it's so how, just your legs, my knees. Like, I think I know what you go through with your knees at the back end. Yeah. It was just like a struggle to keep lifting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolute chaos. I try I was trying to do as much research as I could on why the runner's knee was happening. Apparently something to do with mm. hip drops. And you know how Dino was telling us to do the broomstick above the head and yeah. keeps you more upright. Yeah. Something I probably have to do because my hips are dropping like this, which is putting heaps yeah. of pressure on my knee. So mm. anyway, that was interesting. So the well, feeling... you won't have to worry about that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully never. So the feeling mm. like once I cross the line, like mm. it's amazing how the pain just like, not goes, but like the head, like the head noise just disappears. Yeah. yeah. Like the absolute jubilation of finishing just is mm. one of the best feelings of all time. Yeah. It was, I felt, I think I felt a lot of relief when I crossed the finishing line. Yeah. Relief's a good word. Yeah. What did you find more difficult? Like, obviously, we've done the 100K row. What do you, mm. what do you, what I know you said you don't re- remember too much, but can you remember which one were you more happy to finish, maybe? Yeah. Marathon for sure. Now that it's all sunk in, I still it's hard to compare what was harder. Mm. But the thing that I think about now, so after the 100K row, I went and worked for six hours and then we had cricket training that night. So, and then I think I, I even, I've had Oztag and I played Oztag that night too. Oh my gosh. So I mustn't have been too bad. Mm. Finished the marathon, mm. couldn't move. Yeah. Like proper could not move. Yeah, yeah, like I yeah. I sat down and it was probably the worst thing I did when I finished, just hit the deck. But then I stayed down for a while and then I sat down for the best part of an hour, I reckon. Mm. And then when I tried to get up, I actually couldn't get up. <laughs> and I had to get Jess to reverse the car up <laughs> and stop right in front of me. <laughs> and I stumbled in the car and then we drove off. Like I proper couldn't move my... I, I felt like I had to lay down, but mm. I was on like a gravel car park, so I wasn't going to lay down. Mm. And yeah, so like the post, the post marathon feeling is a lot worse than the post row feeling. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I reckon. I mean, you did you did a few more rows than me before we did the hundred, but I remember mm. I still went to cricket training that night. I had to camp yeah. about halfway through, but you could still sort of get up yeah. and be mobile, move around. I remember we did a bit of fielding. So like you were still yeah. moving. Okay. Mm. Um, but I, I finished the, I finished the, um, the run and obviously just fell to the ground, like shoes mm. off, socks off, get the feet off. They were sweating yeah. so much. Feet off. <laughs> and then yeah. dad, dad's there. Mum's there. Talia's there. Um, and I'm like, just get me in the car. Let's like, let's get back up to the house. Talia's like, Oh, yeah. we'll just walk back up. Good for the legs. Yeah. <laughs> I could maybe roll up, but I'm not, I can't walk there. I'm 200 meters for the house. I think I'll take, yeah, the- thanks. But that's what I would have, that's what I should have done next time. Next time 
I was so regret just not walking for a little bit further or even hitting the deck for, you know, a couple of minutes and then getting up and walking. I think my recovery would have been a lot better than hitting the deck and staying down for, I probably then didn't move because then I jumped in the, so it would have been over an hour of just sitting still, jumped in the car and I was in the car for another 40 minutes. And then I got out of Jess's car, jumped in my car and I was in that for another 40 minutes. So it was like, it was quite a long time until I started to try and walk again. Mm, mm. It's all well and good to say that, but you can't bloody walk after you Yeah, I know, but you got to. You just got to because yeah, you got to keep moving. Builds up. You can't do it. So, how did you recover then? If you well, obviously you you weren't doing any active walking recovery, or did you try no. to get the body good? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Not much. Like you said. Jumped on the lounge. It's a hindsight thing. Next time I'll do all those things. But like you said, in the moment, you just you don't want to move. You're buggered and you can't move. So you you just don't. I got home. I stopped. We stopped at Ludnam on the way home. No brainer. Just ran inside. I couldn't even walk into Ludnam. I stayed in the car. Yeah. She brought me out a nice coffee and an arm and Bicky. Mm, Beautiful. Yeah. And then I got home. It took me the best part of 10 minutes to get from my car inside. Mm. And then I just put the bath on, filled it up, did a saltwater radox bath. Oh, wow. And I've never bad. been in so much pain. The salt water hit in the open, the oh, open wounds good. on my feet. Oh, the blisters. Yeah, because I had a blister. I think I was telling you, I had a blister about 12 Ks in. I felt like this because we've had obviously blisters on our feet for yeah. six plus weeks. Yeah. And they come and go, they pop and then they come back. Mm. And when I started the run, it was no blister, but obviously, like I said, blisters there. And about 12 Ks in, I could feel the blister was back. And I was like, oh no. And it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it hurt for probably half a lap. And then all of a sudden, pain gone. Blisters popped. Yeah, blisters popped. So when I finished the run, I took my socks off. <laughs> There's this big open blister wound. Like it's huge. It's like, I don't know how big. It's like probably the size of my phone. <laughs> Just sitting on the side, bottom of my foot. So maybe a little bit smaller than yeah. the size of my phone. It's funny you talk about that blister. I think we've got one right at the same spot. Is yours like yeah. on the left foot, like inside of the top, inside of the toe? Yep. yeah that's right yeah. where mine is and i like preparation is so key and i'm like yeah. myself up at 4 30 in the morning and mm. i forgot to band-aid and tape around where my blisters had been yeah but i was wearing double socks like i love wearing double socks yeah i double socked so i reckon i got to about 15 or 16 k's and i could start to feel it and i've gone oh no like i've mm. done all this prep and I forgot to take me blister. Like the one thing that's mm. going to put me through the most pain, but it held mm. on. I didn't, I didn't end up getting any, like anything excruciating. So that was like, wow. Very lucky. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Very you're lucky. done well. How'd you do that? That's yeah. I don't good. know. Yeah. Very lucky. I got <laughs> blessed. The worst blister though was I got two blisters and they're still bad now. They're open wounds now. Mm. Underneath on my right foot, underneath my big toe and the one next to it, like at the bottom of the foot. So right underneath on the sole of the toes and it was just rubbing against obviously the shoe. Mm. And that that didn't kick in until like that back part, like the last 
six or seven Ks. So that was proper painful. Well, we. So, but yeah. I want to just touch base on something quickly. Let's just rewind. You said you went to Ludnam and got an iced coffee. Mm. Like, you meant plural, right? Like, iced coffees or? <laughs> you can't have no, only I got one down. You couldn't have only well, got one down. Well, I thought, I'm on my way home. I'm going to make one when I get home as well. Make what? Actually, we make also fun. got a bag of beans too. Oh, well played. Yeah. Well played. Yeah. What so you've obviously had the almond bicky and the iced coffee, but what happened after that? Did you get home and cook yourself a couple of poached eggs? Well, I actually that's what I planned on. I had corn fritters sitting oh. in the fridge ready to cook up with some poached eggs. And, but no, I was fine to like wobble into the kitchen and make it. Mm. But then Shen, the big dog Finnamore, sent me a message, mm. and I was like, he mentioned an acai bowl. Oh, I didn't even did. think of it. He did. He, he sent me that too. He's a good man. Yeah. So I cranked into one of them and I just I got some granola delivered during the week. So it all worked out. And a fresh peanut butter. Brilliant. I can't believe I didn't think of it earlier, but I'm glad Shen brought it up. Mm. I can't believe that you could stand up. I had to get Talia to make me brekkie. <laughs> she cooked me some poached eggs and avocado and it was absolutely brilliant. Wow. Absolutely yeah, well brilliant. done. Yeah. Well done. What was your coffee situation? Coffee situation was just a couple of homemade absolute beauties. Almond milk, double shot <laughs> on your way. Actually, it was oat milk. It would have been oat milk. Yeah, oat milk for sure. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, well delicious. Any side effects well post-run, Big Jugs? Well, yes. <laughs> Mental just the scars. Feet. <laughs> just the feet. Mentally, I felt awesome. Like the fact that we finished it. Yeah. And even then, like the messages post-run, we probably had more messages post-run than pre-run. Yeah. It was brilliant. So I felt awesome other than my feet, and they still feel no good now. Like they're fine if you strap them up and whatnot, but they're just – the open wounds are so sensitive. Any any bit of friction or anything that touches them just kills. Absolutely. What I about just, you? Well, I, I actually struggled to sleep. I was that sore. Like no matter where mm. I moved – like I was in a fair bit of pain. Um, yeah. So, yeah, for me, that was frustrating because I was so tired, but just couldn't get comfy. Um, yeah, that would have been annoying. Yeah, and the Knights lost and the Panthers lost. So it's just like yeah. mental <laughs> scars, physical yeah. physical wounds. Yeah, anyway. Well, I I was doing fine. Like I didn't even have an af- afternoon nap. And then... No blankie. One of my favourite shows, Ron Idle's. On a Sunday night. Do you watch Ron Needles? No. Oh, great show. Like he's an ex-homicide detective. Oh, wow, wow. And now retired and he just recaps, like he retells a story. They reenact it and they have live, like him interviewing the people back in the day. Wow. Great wow. show. So I stayed up to watch it. Started at nine o'clock. And then about quarter past nine, I just hit the sack, fell asleep and missed the show. I was that filthy. <laughs> I did all the hard work to prep up for it. And then once it started, I missed it. Got to hit the record button, mate. Yeah. Apparently it wasn't, it was, it wasn't one of his better ones. So not too bad. So what's next? What does the next sort of like three months look like for us? You reckon pretty exciting three months, no more running, hopefully. No more running. I'm definitely going to keep running. What are you going to be doing? What distances? 
Um, five and ten, I reckon. Yeah, I think that's fine. <laughs> nothing yeah, or even a little bit longer. Nothing above fifteen. Yeah, definitely not. Like, I like the longer ones though. Like you're a sure, you're a short, not sure, but like shorter distance, faster. Yeah, short bursts. Yeah, where yeah, I don't yeah. have that pace in me, me big trunks. So. Huge trunks. <laughs> but, but even saying that, when I go further, I'm still just as slow. So, what else? But, Back in the gym. Yeah, I think I don't know. I reckon three days in the gym and two days running. Yeah, that sounds good. I like that. That balances out. I've never done both at the same time. Mm. Uh, before we started this running, I was only ever in the gym. Then we started running and I was only running. Mm, mm, mm. So it would be nice to mix the two together. What what gym do you go to, Big Jugs? I am going to go to this new gym. Yeah. It's opening up probably on Wednesday next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe Thursday. We'll see how we go. Yeah. How do I, how um, do I sign up? Uh, you're an exclusive member, mate. You're <laughs> <laughs> your first man Beauty. in. Beauty. But um, yeah, we'll have a home gym set up at Wedswood that I that we'll get going next week. Yeah, pumped. That'll be unreal. That'll be absolutely brilliant. We'll get some photos up on the stories. Well, we'll all we'll we'll definitely tuck into our gratefuls in a sec. But I think from me, um, to finish up, it'd be good to let everyone know that we just ticked over. Four thousand uh, dollars mm. raised. Um, uh, for those that um, have had a look on that site, our target was two thousand, so we've doubled mm. that and some. Um, so yeah, thanks for everyone, obviously who who jumped on board with us and sort of rode the wave a little bit with us. It was yeah, really good to be able to, like we said, do one of our challenges for a cause, especially something that's um, obviously personal. Um, and then the support we got, like we've said before, was absolutely unbelievable, especially from from our family and friends for one, but the cricket club as well. Mm, yeah, that was good. Like, obviously, the doubling our target was absolutely unbelievable, but mm. the messages of support and the shares and the likes and the everything in between was probably something that I was even more grateful for than the money we raised as well. Mm, absolutely. Anything to finish on, Big Jugs, before we tuck into some gratefuls? Oh, that was pretty good. I think that's um, wrapped up. We'll get into the gratefuls. Awesome. I'll kick us off. Uh, you kick off. For me, uh, they sort of all tie in a little bit together. So uh, new podcasts and documentaries for me. Um, tucking into a couple of like nutrition podcasts and then some uh, things on Netflix, documentaries around the same thing, um, which sort of leads into... The summit series last night uh we had body fusion on uh the owner ashley jumped on and that was absolutely brilliant we uh had a bit of a rundown for snacking with young athletes and then moved into a bit of a live cook-up mm. um and then that sort of just tucks on to the last one which is just the summit series as a whole we're just coming to the end of the 10-week trial um you know up over 100 athletes have signed up and it looks like we're about to kick on with a few more from private schools for next term so um it looks like the fire is about to catch so yeah really grateful that um lots of things are happening around the summit series mm, you were a very happy man last night weren't you yeah in my element i love the nutrition side of things and ash was yeah feeding the knowledge that i needed yeah you <laughs> i've never seen you so happy <laughs> um my gratefuls all tying together as well it's um what we just spoke about definitely the donations the fact that 
we doubled our original target. I remember you were saying something when we first started Brownie and we didn't know what to set that target at. Yeah. And you were like, oh, should we do two or 3K? You're like, well, there's no way we'll get to 3K. We'll make it 2K. And the fact that we got to over $4,000 is absolutely unbelievable. So very grateful for that. Yeah. The second one is, like I said earlier, the messages and the support, um, the check-ins pre-run and the check-ins post-run, making sure we prepped up and then we were feeling all right post-run was, like I said, probably meant even more to us than the money we raised at the time too and spreading the word about cystic fibrosis and having Corey on and sort of getting an understanding of Corey's life and what he goes through as well. Um, And the third one, it's a bit of a no-brainer. Two more sleeps, brother. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm proper pumped. You know, by what? the time this airs, by the time this airs, we'll actually be I'll probably be scrubbing the floors at Gledswood. Yeah, which also means that our next podcast could be from Gledswood headquarters. Definitely will be. Next podcast will be from Gledswood headquarters. That is absolutely brilliant. Oh well, congratulations. Actually, next podcast, I'll probably be at Gledswood. And then a couple of podcasts after that will both be at Gledswood. Yeah, I've got to still get another vax. I mean, you've got to get a yeah. few more restrictions these before we can jump down there. Yeah, it's probably a bit sooner than what we think. Hopefully, hopefully early October, mid-October. Uh, yeah, that'd be brilliant. And that probably actually, I'll give us a bonus, Grateful. I've just been lucky enough to be exempt to help Big Jugs travel. So I'll finally get out of the 5K <laughs> bubble. <laughs> you beauty. <laughs> Exempt to move, you mean, not travel. Yeah, sorry. Exempt to help big jugs move in. You get to travel <laughs> yeah. out of the 5K radius. Yeah. All righty. Well done, big jugs. Obviously, um, that wraps up the marathon. Um, yeah. Ne- never to be run again. Never to be spoken about <laughs> again. <laughs> All righty, mate. Well I'll done, Brian. See you, mate. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.